0: Yeah, yeah, 360, yeah, I'm like, round and round, and round we go, and where we stop, I'm like, nobody knows, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we give you what you want, we give you what you need, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we tell the real truth, you know what
1: I mean,
2: and welcome to another episode of 360 degrees, part of the Urban Breakdown. We're just going to go ahead and jump right into it, Odie. What you got for us today?
3: Good morning, folks. Um it's been a wild ride as far as politics have been concerned this week. So, um I'm not going to try to get your brain to the ramp that quickly. We'll go ahead and start off with some some regular Sophistic Ratchet news. Um there's been a couple of things going on in that space, so um, kind of dumb down yourselves a little bit first. So a <laughs> couple of stories grabbed my attention this week. Um, one actually has to do with Kiki Wyatt. Um, she She's the one that sang that beautiful duet, My First Love with Avant. Um, she has a really strong voice. Um, and she's been on a reality show that I've actually never watched. It was called... Um, R&B divas of Atlanta, and I don't even remember. I feel like um, what's that that lady's name from the Parkers? The the daughter Kim, I think she was on that show, or maybe that was like a different spinoff. I don't know, but um, I know she was on a show called R&B Divas of Atlanta, and it was kind of like you know your Real Housewives, your Basketball Wives, but obviously focused on R&B singers, and I think um. What's that other lady's name? She used to sing with um, R. Kelly. Damn, I can't. I, I see. Oh, don't Selena about, Johnson. You don't Selena. talk about Sparkle. No, Selena Johnson. No, okay. Sparkle, like, I think she really did get blackballed because she um, said that R. Kelly had sexual, had sex with her niece or something, or like a relative of hers. I do remember that. And then, like, after she spoke out about that, we haven't seen Sparkle since. I'm thinking of Selena Johnson. She's saying, um, I'm your woman. I know she had a couple of songs produced by R. Kelly, um, and she was on Be Careful. Okay. No, that was Sparkle. No, no, no. That was Sparkle. My bad. But I know Selena Johnson has had some stuff produced by R. Kelly, but her, her career survived that, even working with him. So, anyway. Uh. Well, last year this is what's so crazy to me, the reason Kiki Wyatt is now like coming back into circulation is like last year she was married and she was like she was married for seven years. She was pregnant with their ninth child, nine, Kabamuk. And her husband left her. And wow. to add like extra insult to injury, one of the one of I don't know if it was their child together, but one One of their children was sick, Um, and not just, like, regular, like, long-term, like, pneumonia kind of sick. The baby had cancer. Yeah, leukemia. Wow. So this is a lot for anybody to deal with, but then when you compound it with you're now a celebrity, and so, like, a lot of eyes are on you, I guess it was too stressful for him, but he disrespected her and was, like, on some, like, he just left her. Um, and disrespected the fuck out of her when he left, like, talking real bad about her. So she came back and was, like, on some, like, oh, like, you got a mistress type shit, which, whatever. It was a lot of drama, especially considering I didn't even watch the show, so I missed all of it. But I do remember, like, those details coming out. Well, fast forward to today, uh, she is, she got remarried. So... (laughs) I'm just okay. I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read what she ended up telling TMZ. And it must have been a slow news day at TMZ because I don't see them really caring too much about what's going on with Kiki Wyatt. But anyway, right. <laughs> um, it said she told them her man is ten times better than her ex, uh, who straight up dipped while she was pregnant and had another child battling cancer. Uh, Kiki and her new hubby Zachariah got married last month in Indianapolis. Kiki is so in love. It feels good. It feels like he's got her back forever, unlike her ex. So normally I would be happy for sis, but I think I'm. I just err on the side of caution. It's like you have been married to this man for point two seconds, and clearly known him for point two seconds, considering you were just married last year. And I just don't like the idea of getting embarrassed or like speaking about speaking so highly of someone only for them to embarrass you maybe. Like, we don't know where this where this dude came from. Like I don't know. Like I just feel like you give people a little time, they're they're bound to disappoint you, like to throw shade at your ex at the same time. Like, girl, we all know he was trash. You didn't really have to even address him at all. Right. And I just thought the story was crazy as fuck, well. like like, is she wrong for moving on so fast, or is she doing – like, you think she's doing so in the best interest of her nine kids, like, on some shit, like, I got nine miles to feed. i am oh. I, 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 um, I old?
2: I look at it like oh, – oh, go ahead, Mercedes.
1: Oh, no, I was just going to pass my pen. Um, I, were all nine kids her? She gave birth to all nine kids, or were some of those kids his, too? I I think some of them went with him in the Yeah, marriage, I'm, sure in the right, I'm sure it was a combination. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm not yeah, really – I think only five were hers and the other four were his before or whatever. But um, to me, honestly, as a mother of five myself, I, feel like she, I, feel, I, really, I really feel like she moved on too fast. Um, take the man out of the situation. You have to set an example for your children, especially your daughters, if nothing else. And having their dad in the house for all those years and then replacing him with another man so quick, you were only worried about self, your sexual needs, and your so-called need for love. I don't, I really, honestly, I don't care what nobody say. I think it was too fast considering she has a full family. Uh, and then nobody's considering the kids in this situation.
3: Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm
1: going to say she's not anyway, you know. So I feel like, I personally feel like she moved on way, way, way too fast. And I normally don't judge people because I've, you know, definitely made my own mistake. But she's also like, um, I guess somebody you would consider like a public figure, you know, of course. Everybody knows who the hell she is. She has an amazing voice. But I just feel like when it comes down to the move that she – no, no, maybe she has six now with the last baby. But either way, that's still a lot of people to influence. That's a lot of young adults and kids to influence. And she just did whatever the hell she wanted to. And there's no way that she's in love with this man to the point where she sees 60 years down the road right now, you know, that he's just going to absolutely be here over the well-being of her kids. I don't care. I just – babies first. My babies come first.
3: And oh, the I, this lady, I'm sorry, Mercedes. I just wanted to I thought this lady was in her forties. This this lady was born in nineteen eighty two. That would make her thirty six years old. Man, no. She gonna be I think she'll she'll be pregnant again. Yeah, she young. Uh, she young as fuck. I'm sorry, but go ahead, Mercedes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm but crazy. she she still has like like I think one of her I
1: think her kids are a little bit still old, like teenagers. She has a one or two of them are teenagers, but um, she just, you know, and then me, I, I'm 32, and I have a 12-year-old. Like, I'm pretty sure everything I do, she looks at it, you know. So her being older, I'm pretty sure she has kids that are older. So, you know, it's just like one of those things where you just have to make sure that you're the positive influence they need. And even for her boys, that shit's not okay. Like, and the daddy didn't set a good example either, you know, by being the man that he was around them. He wasn't raising them worth anything, but at the same time, it was just, Neither one of them have done anything to benefit the children But <laughs> like that. The kids are just assed out, you know. Uh, I don't
3: know. So, my opinion, she moved on way too fast. You what's
1: know, your
3: um, What's your testosterone say,
2: Merce? <laughs> I, I I put it like this, and and some of this I take a little personally. I have friends who are going through a divorce, and one of them, he's on Facebook all the time with his new wife, like he. Like, I don't even think the ink dried on his divorce papers. He already found out the girlfriend and, and then married her in, like, within a year. And then um, moved out of state, left his kid behind. It was It's a whole big mess, you know, to be with his his new family because the woman he married has a, a kid. And I look at it like this. It's not about how fast you move on. You know, I'm not – there's no gauge. There's no – Manual that says if you're divorced You have to wait this long To get to a new relationship It doesn't really work that way So I don't mind the fact that she moved on That quickly what I do mind is the fact That she's throwing I mean especially when you're a public figure And I guess Public figure is a loose word for me Because I just heard of her today But um, if
0: you're
2: (laughs) Like you She's just throwing shade out there Like I'm like my new man makes me so happy that just makes it sound so goddamn fake. That's only that's only problem I have it. I don't care that she moved on and and remarried. Ready? I have no issues with that. But the whole
1: it's like she's like, trying to convince herself that she's happy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Be her. And she's trying yeah. to convince the public too. We don't believe you. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean for whatever her reasons are, it doesn't really matter to me, but the whole like oh, like, oh my man my new man is 10 times better than my old man. Uh, that just screams fakeness. Like don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not If you're bummed.
3: happy if you're truly happy, you don't have to announce it. You you just are. Like you don't yeah. have to constantly reassure everybody that you are. So yeah, yeah I, right. like you me. definitely
1: don't have to compare.
3: You don't have to compare your last man to your new man. Well we see this train wreck coming from a mile away, so you know, we just have to remember come back to today's episode. If you know if it doesn't work out, I don't want to speak that on her. I'm not wishing that on her. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but you know, if, if this were a crystal ball moment, this is our crystal ball saying no. This is not a good idea. So it'll be interesting to look back um, on this in a couple of years from now and see how this stands out. All right. So speaking of time, Father Time, <laughs> we got a 69 a year old guy. This week, he's he's Dutch. Um, So what is that? The Netherlands, I guess. Uh, He filed suit to legally change his age. Just I guess under the legal premise. Which I actually, the the lawyer in me, the one that likes People's Court and Judge Judy and and Hot Bench and all of these legal shows. I love the premise of this, um, but no. No, this is not happening. Um, under the same idea that you can change your gender after you're born, you can change your uh, – what else do people like to change other than their gender? I guess, like, um, their names. Their
1: faces.
2: <laughs> well, name, name is something different. I mean, a name doesn't really, you know – a name is interchangeable, but, I mean, changing your – uh, appearance, like like all the plastic surgery and stuff like that, and you
1: know. yeah.
3: yeah, you can I mean, but as far as like just filing paperwork like on a piece of paper, you can legally change your name, you can change your gender, um so I guess he is now saying he wants to change his age and be a forty five year old man instead um, this is a quote from the man he said. He said, when I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get an answer. When I'm 49 with the face that I have, I'll be in a luxurious position. He also goes on to describe, well, I'm like 49, bro, no, you're so old. You're just not as old. But 49, I'm not fucking with no, I'm in my 30s. I'm not fucking with a 49-year-old either way, but whatever. Right. Um, he went on to say, he was like, I can have kids, I can get a job. Um, so he brings up interesting points about ageism um and people not wanting to fuck with older people, whether that's hiring them or young people wanting to date older people. Like, bro, just because your doctor says you're fit like a 45-year-old doesn't actually make you 45. Um, And legally, of course, he also agreed to sign, like, any type of paperwork um, to waive being, I guess, like, waiving any entitlements he would be that he would have being in his 60s. What what the hell do you guys think about this?
2: I will say this. It's kind of like having dementia, but also having money and a good lawyer. Like, I I don't understand. If his whole premise is to just get dates on Tinder, uh, just lie.
3: No, he said he didn't want to lie.
2: He said, he was like, I shouldn't have to lie. But it is. Wanna... A it's basically a legal lie. It's basically, I'm really I'm really in my 60s, but I'm going to say I'm in my mid-40s, but I'm going to get the government to co-sign my lie.
0: So,
1: <laughs> okay, it, so it,
2: it's it's still a lie. He, he's still not 45. He's in his 60s. So just because you have a piece of paper that says, hey, uh, I'm – in my 40s, doesn't mean you're in your 40s. So it's, it's it's ridiculous, and the problem is, people with money, they I don't know how rich he is, but it just seems like something that rich people do when they're bored. You know, they just they just make up shit to do, like plating their cars in in silver. That's an actual thing in the Middle East, and um, you know. Saying that they're 15 years younger Because they can't get dates on Tinder And their doctors gas them up That they have <laughs> bodies that are younger Than they really are it's, it's absolutely ridiculous But hey I'll put it like this If he can get away with it Go for it Because I don't know many other people who would do that I, I pray Every day I pray That I live long enough to be on Medicare Oh would that be a glorious day I can tell private insurance to kiss my black ass, and this dude is like, "I want to be 15 years younger." Yeah, whatever, dude. You 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 do If you got the money to put forth that ridiculous fantasy, who am I to say no?
3: <laughs> so, the, definitely some interesting challenges were brought up because then it's like, well, what if a you know a young person wants to be older older to buy cigarettes?
1: Right. Um
3: or drive a car, or an older person wants to be younger, so they can now be a pedophile, legally speaking. I mean, obviously we don't want those things to happen. We don't want 10-year-olds with licenses. We don't want 25-year-olds dating our 12-year-old sisters and brothers and nieces. Um, I do think legally it can work. Legally, because you know, allowing people to change their name and allowing people to change their gender is, um, I think it's legal. Legally, an interesting premise. I do think that the shit has to be like damn near airtight. Like it has to be. Like you almost have to think of like every worst case scenario for someone to kind of manipulate the system. And I also think that you you couldn't, like, because time is constantly a changing factor, like, it would be, let's say, let's say five years down the line, this guy goes to court and whatever, he goes through, like, all the proper channels, but it takes him, like, five years. Is he going to change his age to 50 or is it still going to be you know what I'm saying? Is it still going to be 45? Like that's the kind of shit that I'm interested in, because time is constantly evolving. Whereas your gender, once you put it on paper, that's going to be a set thing, um, unless you like change it back or whatever. Sometimes people do that, but that's what I'm interested about. I'll definitely be following it to see what the hell happens because I'm just I'm just intellectually curious about the outcome of it, and right. um. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see, like, is he going to have to change it every year to be another year younger because – or is he going to – like, is he going to try to be the same age forever, or is he just going to be 45 going forward? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, so that's, uh, that's all I got. I know Mercedes is a uh, kind of in motion. She's in transition right now, so she's uh she's on the move, and she'll she'll check back in with us in a little bit.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, let me see how much time I have here because you know <laughs> I could go on with this BS forever. I was trying to find something social to talk about, but it's just not really happening this week. This week has just been all about the midterms. You know, and the results and the ongoing results that are going on, which I'm not going to talk about too much today. I want to see, I want to let them play out, and then worst comes to worst, I'll talk about them on Monday show. But there were three races I was looking at. There was uh, Beta O'Rourke in Texas against uh, Human Lizard Ted Cruz. There was Stacey Abrams against uh, Brian Kemp, and there was Andrew Gillum versus Ron DeSantis. You know, now you figure. These should have been slam dunks. It should have been in in the hole, like done, you know. But uh, Beto O'Rourke lost to Ted Cruz, not by a whole lot, well, just in by Texas. Co- yeah, just by. Co- it's Texas. What do you expect? You no. Even-
3: hold up, hold up. This is what I like. I love Beyonce. You know, I love Beyonce. That is her home state. Oh, that's right. She's from Houston, isn't she? The day, yeah, she's from Houston. The day of the election. She pops up on her Instagram with its millions of followers, rocking a Beto hat. She looked amazing, by the way. She had, like, a little, like, top on or whatever. So her little abs was poking through. For hey. someone who's had tw- three kids, much less twins, she looked amazing. She popped up with her Beto hat. Um, and I was just like, I love you, people. why didn't you do this, like, a month ago? Like, so just, exactly. just a month ago. Like a month ago, I think would have sealed the deal just to have it at the forefront of people's minds. But like the date of was just a little too late. Uh, Kelly Rowland had gotten out there; she was um, taking people to the polls um, to go vote. Now, granted, obviously we don't know who these people voted for, but we know that she supported uh, Beto as well because right. Texas is her home state as well. Um, but she was taking people to the polls. Um, I just, I'm just like oh, my gosh, like if Taylor Swift can get all of these people to register to vote in the state of Tennessee. Right. And, like, surely Beyonce could have convinced a couple of people to vote, rocking her Beto hat. So I if so. it was just, like, a little too late, or if that would have been a factor at all, just the timing of that picture would have, would have affected anything.
2: I don't think so, because, I mean, those who have been campaigning hard for like a month, you know? So I don't know if Beyonce, not anything away from Beyonce. In other, in other races, I could have said, okay, if Beyonce put that out a week earlier, that could have made a difference. But the way those two were campaigning, especially Beto, I mean, Beto was, was, he, was he was beating the streets out there. I mean, he was knocking on doors, he was doing everything. So it, would have, it wouldn't have hurt if she put it out earlier. But just because of that race and how intense it was, I don't think it would have made that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I really right. felt, But I'm glad that she did come out because a lot of uh, a lot of stars these days stay away from politics because it's so polarizing. So the fact that she did come out and say something, I do applaud her for that. You know, and it just shows that we just have like Democrats have just have just much better celebrities. I mean, who who do Republicans have? Scott Baio. <laughs>
3: James Woods. Like, A whole on. lot of D-list people. A whole lot of D-list people. Like, I hey, think... is that person still alive? Or that person still working?
2: Yeah, I think the last A-list person they had was like Vince Vaughn and nobody works with him anymore. But we have Will Ferrell who was out there uh, doing his thing. Uh, Oprah Winfrey was knocking on doors in Georgia. Michael B. Jordan was out there in Georgia too. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's from Georgia or not, but... I'm you know, Imagine I mean, if you I mean, were some 20-something-year-old female undecided voter and Michael B. Jordan came to your house and convinced you to vote and he came I, on with no shirt showing off his abs. She would have I, voted I would, eight times.
3: <laughs> I would objectify the shit out of that man, but okay. I would objectify the shit out of him. I'd be like, I need more convincing.
2: You know, I, the whole objectifying thing is if someone has a nice body – Like, if I see, uh, like, I'm a big fan of Rosario Dawson. One of my friends is a a professional comedian, right? And he he tours all around the country. And I joked with him on his birthday. I said, uh, you know, I wish him happy birthday. And I said, until Rosario Dawson lifts her restraining order against me, you're the most famous person I know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I have, there are people who I, I guess you can call it objectifying, but... There are some people like Jessica Lucas or Haley Marie Norman, you know, who I'm, I'm going to be a perk about it. I just like to look at them, and it helps that I like their acting as well. You have know, somebody like Jessica Alba, she's nice to look at, but she can't act. So it kind of wears off after a while, you know what I mean? But um, like Rosaria Dawson, you know, yeah, don't get me wrong, she's been in some really shitty movies. And I've watched a lot of shitty movies just because she was in it. But what makes her extra sexy is that she's politically active. So she's a, she's a Bernie supporter, and she was out there on the news shows and stuff like that supporting Bernie Sanders. And that, to me, that just, makes it, that just makes it a leap between being sexy and just being, like, smoking hot. Like, oh, my God, she's politically active, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm getting older. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, smarter women are more of a turn-on for me. Then um, I don't want to say dumb women That's absolutely not fair Cause every, Put it like this My dad built a gazebo in his backyard That has weathered every storm New York has had to throw at it I told him you should put up walls And you should just hid in the gazebo During the storms Because the house got damaged in Hurricane Sandy I don't even think the paint got browned Out there in that gazebo <laughs> But the man, the, the man can't program his own VCR Like when we were kids when I moved out, I had to come back and program his VCR for him to, to take the fights because he just couldn't figure it out. But he's a master carpenter and a master mason. Everybody has their talents. So it's not fair to me to say, you know. But it's just that women who are smarter are more of a turn on for me, and maybe it's because I'm getting older. I don't know. Or maybe I was always that way and just never admitted it because I wanted to be one of the, one of the guys. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm old, I don't give a shit. But I digress. Um, in uh, in Texas, you know, like I said, I was watching those three races very closely, and the races didn't turn out the way I would have liked. The Beta O'Rourke thing has already been called. Uh, yeah. Stacey Abrams and Andrew Gillum are still being counted, and I'll talk more about that on Monday. But there was just a lot of shenanigans going on with there, and in that video that you posted in our chat of the people just pulling up in their cars and just pulling ballots out. I'm just like, yo. What the hell is going on out there? The good thing about this age, and I guess I can say it because it hasn't happened to me, is that you will find more, because everybody has a camera in their pocket, you will find more instances of people being in the right place at the right time. And that's a good thing, you know, In in, in most instances. I mean, if I fell flat on my face and busted my ass and someone filmed it, that would not be a good thing for me. <laughs> but... In the the case of protecting democracy, it just happened to be, hey, this woman was in the right place at the right time, and take these people showing up, you know, pulling uh, ballots out of the trunk of their cars. And it's like... Or finding them
3: into the closets.
2: Yeah. And it's like, the hell is going on out there? But uh, the Beto O'Rourke race, yes, Beto didn't win, but... Beto O'Rourke was a lightning rod out there in Texas, and he gave, he gave hope that Texas... I mean, they've been threatening Texas to turn blue for the last 10 years. So for 10 years, I had to read a whole bunch of articles. Texas is about to turn blue. No, it's not. It's filled with rednecks and just overt racists. It's never going to turn blue. But even though Beto lost to Ted Cruz, who someone once described as a serpent covered in Vaseline... Um, there was another interesting stat that came out of that race.
3: You know damn well that was you. <laughs>
2: no, I. Oh God, I oh, wish I could. Take, I wish I could take credit for that. <laughs> and there was another politician who called him that too, which is even better. Um, but there was an interesting stat. You know, they're starting to get the exit polls, right, and starting to parse hmm. them down. Once again, white women screwed us again because an overwhelming amount of white women voted for Ted Cruz. So yep. I, I, so when I see these, these chicks on Oprah Or on I almost said Ricky Lake <laughs> But when I see them on the talk shows Talking about men don't respect me I'll be like you know what Fuck you Bambi Why'd you vote for Ted Cruz So Because there's nobody more anti-woman Than Ted Cruz Just the way he treated his wife Threw her under the bus to kiss Donald Trump's ass if, if a politician called my wife ugly, that may be the end of my political career, because I'm not kissing the ring. Damn that shit. But Ted Cruz, mwah, mwah, Donald, please, please campaign for me. Mwah, mwah, please pull your pants down so I can put my lips on your wrinkly orange ass. Mwah. Ted Cruz is a disgusting human being. And Texas voted him back in for another six years. So, I, don't, I, had a, I, I took down a meme of somebody shrugging their shoulders. I think it was Aaron Rodgers. And I said, every time I hear a bad story coming out of Texas, I'm just going to post that meme, and that's it. That's all I care about. Just, meh, because you deserve what you get. But there was an interesting uh, breakdown in the exit poll for Texas. Native-born residents of Texas voted against Ted Cruz, but people who moved to Texas from other places uh. voted for Ted Cruz. Mm. So I'm like, so that that kind of that kind of puts it in perspective. Like I always rag on yes, Texas, yes. like you know, but that puts it in perspective.
3: So it sounds like it sounds like Texas is getting the deplorables to come in, whereas right. we are actually getting good people. And the reason I say that is. The influx of um, companies, tech tech companies and pharmaceutical companies that come into the Triangle area is the reason that Wake County has a new sheriff. Like, we're getting actually the the cream of the crop when it comes to implementing policy and change and um, forward-thinking and progressive movements, whereas Texas, they're getting the trash, obviously, because that explains why they got Ted Cruz. They're
2: getting what they deserve. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even—I I forgot to follow that race because I—I was voting and I saw that there was like, you know, like a Democratic sheriff and a, a Republican sheriff, and I'm like, why would I vote for a Republican sheriff? That's like voting for a radioactive serial killer. So even if he doesn't kill you, you're just gonna get radiation poisoning. You know, it was like why would I do that, Republican sheriff? And
3: Donnie <laughs> Harrison, uh, the the former sheriff white guy, uh, his daughter was arrested for felony drug possession. What the entire book? I I, I didn't even know. Somebody brought that to my attention this week. I'll put it like this.
2: I I, I don't mess with stuff like that. Like if somebody's if you're a law enforcement and your kid gets busted for drugs, I'm not going to be like, see? See, I'm not gonna do that. You no, know, that's
3: not the point. The outcome is the fact that nobody heard about the shit. Like you're right. you like you're using your influence and your power. I've I've never heard about this until this week. Right. Like, right. and that's 'cause somebody else brought it to my attention. It's not about. No, I'm definitely with you there. I don't think we should be accountable for our grown ass kids' decisions. That's not the mm-hmm. point. The point is you made sure that nobody knew about it because you're the sheriff. And I'm sure she didn't get punished the way that a black kid with no influence or whose parents have no influence would have gotten punished. Like, no, you should be subjected to the same bullshit-ass laws that we have. That's my point. Right. Yeah.
2: It's kind of like Donald Trump putting up a – I think it was Donald Trump who put up a a seawall or – don't quote me on that. Near Mar-a-Lago to help against global warming But he doesn't believe in global warming He thinks it's a mm. hoax, But he still protects his
3: properties against global warming exactly. exactly
2: Somebody had a tweet They said Florida is 5 feet above sea level And yet they Hired a governor Who doesn't believe in climate change Which is, which is absolutely ridiculous Because like, like I always say You may not believe in global warming But global warming believes in you <laughs> but um, they, were, they had something that the pundits were calling the Beto effect Right So even though Beto O'Rourke didn't win His energy was getting A lot of other people out to the polls You know A lot of new uh, A lot of new people signing up And you know Registering to vote And it helped out a lot of other candidates That might not have gotten that push If it wasn't for, for Beto O'Rourke you know, Absolutely. and and one thing, and this is uh It's funny when I see these stories in like smaller publications I've never heard of. I wait to see it in a bigger publication before I
3: yeah, sign I on to it. Incredible source.
2: Yes, and this can com- this comes out of the Guardian. So, uh, and the the story is Black Girl Magic. Nineteen Black women ran for judge in Texas County, and all nineteen won. Now, I will say this. I think that change was coming in Texas for a long time. And I think if somebody less good than Beto O'Rourke was running, I would say maybe eight, nine. I'd even give you a dozen of them that have made it because change was coming for a long time in Texas. But all 19, I think that may be part of the Beto effect. Just because... He got so. I mean, he was out there holding these big rallies and these drives and getting younger people involved. And that's the the big thing, because young uh, younger people have a right to be uh, disenchanted with the with the current system. But we still got to do our best to get them involved. You know, so, my nephew my nephew is 17, and he can't wait to vote. Like he's ready. Like he's already he's already uh, registered. I, they had the same program like we had in our school. Back yeah. in Long Island, I was registered when I was seventeen. They let you register early but you just can't vote.
3: Same. Yeah. Yep. I I found um I looked up my voter registration history and I saw that I was registered to vote. I don't remember this, but I did I I guess I think I registered to vote when I got my license, which was before I turned eighteen. Right. Not long before I turned eighteen, but shortly before I turned eighteen, uh, registered to vote and I saw the date was before I turned eighteen. And I remember um, being challenged, like, during the 04 elections if I had voted before, and I was like, no, because I was too young in 2000 to vote, but I voted in, in 2004. So I remember vividly, like, going to vote for the first time, but I just – I do remember registering early. I wasn't 18 yet. Right, right. And
2: and I'm going to read an excerpt from the article from The Guardian. Um Talk about the uh, other women. They campaigned together under the slogan Black Girl Magic with the support of the Harris County Democratic Party and united for a pre-election photograph inside a courtroom. So that's the photograph you've probably been seeing all over the the internet. internet. Their victories marked an unprecedented level of success for black female judicial candidates in the county, which includes Houston. Now, that county has a population of more than 4.5 million people. So Harris County is bigger than 24 U.S. states So about 70% Of the population of that county is non-white So according to figures From the Gavel Gap an, an analysis by a progressive Legal group, the American Constitution Society found White men make up 30% of the Texas population But 58% Of state court judges Okay. So now
3: if, I, if I'm in Harris County... There's also, also a fun fact as well to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all of the young people that were going through the juvenile court system, some ridiculous astronomical number uh, like a 96% were getting jail time. Right. So like basically, yes, we know that black people make up the counties, but Jesus Christ, 96% of them are getting sentenced. Are you like what? Yeah. Um yeah, no, it was definitely long overdue for a change. Um and these 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 types of changes are really, really important because this is going to affect an entire generation. Um and generation Coughing in the house. What's going on, Blue? I'm
0: just saying, that's that excites me that these changes are necessary. You know, um, we can't expect too much change, as we only typically make up twelve or thirteen percent of the population, and that makeup is made up in a lot of systems. And we're like, oh, there should be more representation. Well, we if we made if we accurately were represented in the census, then we would have bet. would probably make more impact. But how many of us notoriously do not fill out the census every ten years? But well, I, well I, I'm not gonna say I always fill population. it out. Yeah. Huh?
2: I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I always filled it out. I remember the last time it came around, I did fill it out. So that I know for sure. But the times before I've that, I've for
0: thirty plus years. I filled it out maybe once when I was young and thought thought more about it. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been petitioned to fill it out or got anything in the mail about it in the
3: last twenty years. No, I've never gotten it, and I live in a very white neighborhood. I'm, I've never filled out the census. I've never been asked to. So um, when I say that is so,
0: you know we're marginalized because we marginalize ourselves because we do not appropriately participate in the systems that let our numbers be counted. If that makes sense.
2: That does, you know, and it's because you. I mean, I remember. I know I personally didn't vote for president in twenty in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I've mean, talked a
0: lot about that, and I, I'm not going to beat you up no more about it.
2: No, 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 that's fine, that's fine I mean, I know I got mad at a friend of mine For getting on me, but that's more of a personal Thing between us, because I was just In a discussion about that with a friend of mine Just yesterday, we were going back and forth About it, I don't, and I don't mind those discussions At all, I really don't I would, never put out, I would never put it out there If I didn't want a discussion on it You know what I mean? That would, that would, be, that would, be, that would be very Trumpian of me To put it out there and not expect Pushback or dispe- expect a discussion and In a way, I'm kind of like it's kind of like I'm putting it out there because it's my way of saying give me a reason. I'm sorry. To change.
0: Right. Oh, okay. you know? I thought you were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I,
2: I look at it like this. I mean, as far as like the census and stuff like that, some of it is also uh, misinformation because some people just like to believe that the census is not that important and it's very important. It, right. That, represent, that representation uh, accounts for a lot of things, you know. You and if you're not properly represented, you're going to be left out. So that's why, you, you know, that's why these people are constantly making it harder. Not harder. I mean, didn't they say? I didn't. I didn't catch the whole story on it, but something about um, like having uh the LGBT Q community like struck out from the. Uh From the census?
0: Oh, I read about that somewhere. I did read about that somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. I I didn't didn't get the the full story on it, but that's insane.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they're basically being dehumanized. If you don't count them as people, then they don't exist. Right. You're literally wiping the existence of them from history.
0: Yeah.
2: Or intimidating uh, legal immigrants from participating in the census. So even if you're not a citizen, if you have a green card, You're still a legal citizen And they're trying to discourage legal citizens Because now they're afraid of getting deported Because of all Trump's rhetoric About you know Even going after people like my father Who's a naturalized American citizen So if he uh, If he spelled something wrong on On his form From 40 years ago Now they're saying that they could have him deported So when people start to hear that rhetoric They start to believe it and then mm-hmm. the census comes around, and they just throw it in the shredder because they're like, they like, you're not getting me, you know. And it, it's they need people out there beating the streets and informing people, hey, no, you need to fill this out. This is really mm-hmm. important, you know. It, it's not just for your future, but your kids' futures, your neighbors' futures, you know. It, it it really helps. So you figure, I don't know if you caught this part of it, blue, before you came on. But um, Harris County, where those women won the, uh, won all those uh, those judge benches, seventy uh, percent of that population in Harris County is non-white. So you figure, if they had no African American representation or even Hispanic representation in mm-hmm. a county that's seventy percent non-white, that is a huge imbalance, you know. And it's not, and I'm not trying to. Disparage white people and say that if I'm black and I see a white judge, I'm going to automatically be treated unfairly. But if you look at the numbers, more than
0: likely. (laughs) But if you look at
2: the numbers, the numbers do support that. If you have a white kid and a black kid who commit the same crime, the black kid is going to get more jail time. That's in the numbers.
0: For the same exact crime on paper. Yeah. The so, white kid, may be due to privilege, may get a slap on the wrist or probation of some sort. The black kid will undeniably always do time.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I now guess it that's also my... about proper representation in court. A good lawyer versus a court-appointed. Because if you're a court-appointed
3: lawyer who works for the state, yeah. whose side are you really on? I just right. want to. I just want to please my client, get them through the system as quickly as possible. Um. And I'm gonna accept this plea deal and keep on pushing. There you go. Exactly.
0: Apparently, apparently, but not only uh, that is, I get buddy buddy with the, the judges. I get buddy buddy with the um the the, the the lawyers. Um, I do my little bit of time, and then I can move up in the ranks and be um on the on on your team maybe later on. You know, what I'm saying you you these these are the the legal system. How you say in English? Is just as political as a real politics system. It's, it's as political all the way around. Even, even course, the police officers when the judge, decide
3: with based when the judge policy a political promotion. If the judge gets a promotion to the Supreme Court and needs to fill those seats, those vacancies. Yeah, and that, change. or when
0: um, the opener comes up that he needs more lawyers or this or that, he remembers. The incompetence, and not the incompetence, but the way he swayed his client, a particular client, da da da. Remember, judges are just, they used to be lawyers, right? Yeah.
3: Well, unless so it's you're all, captain about, who they, it's all
0: unless about who you they know. smooth.
3: You say what? <laughs> unless I, you're captain on, then you've never tried anything. <laughs> you shit,
0: so it's all so. about who you smooth because if it's politics, let's say like a um, circuit court here in Durham or Supreme Court or whatever, it's your voted in, right? So it's. it's it takes money to get voted in. Yeah, we got a few cases in which people had some wonderful grassroots and got nominated, um, but that's that's rare. It's hard, you know what I'm saying? And um, so it's, it's a smooth game, and unfortunately, in a lot of cases.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: Judge Glenn. This is definitely- why me and Merck can't be
3: in politics right now. We don't we don't smooth enough. <laughs> <laughs> well apparently judge glenn devlin got the memo i sent this link to you guys earlier this week he got the memo literally too little too late um and on and in petty fashion he which i mean i don't know if it's petty necessarily in a bad way just because mm-hmm. uh someone did benefit from these actions but basically this guy was a judge in Texas. He lost to one of those Harris County beautiful black women, and uh, he decided that he was going to release anybody that came before him. And he asked them, "Are you? If I release you, will you go out and murder anybody?" And assuming that anybody said no, which who would actually say yes to that question, uh, they were released. Uh, and his logic was, "Well, apparently this is what the people want," which is some bullshit because clearly you're not you're still not hearing the needs and the wants or meeting those needs of black youth, if they're coming through the system, what we're asking is that you just don't overly penalize them, especially compared to white kids who are doing the same motherfucking crimes, Like But let's zoom out a little bit. Let's zoom
0: out just a touch. Zoom out just a touch. Those same children appear back in court in January on somebody else's watch. And they're going to have to make the decision on what to do with them, actually. Right.
3: They're not free.
0: The kids aren't free. Free. They're free from imprisonment now, but remember they have to come back to court in January they, underneath the Democratic judge. The, Demo- the The yeah, Democratic judge. Yeah. No judges can't be Democratic under the new judge. What is the new judge?
3: Yeah, they they can be. And yeah, I thought that was nonpartisan. I'm confused.
0: How can you uh, be there if you're Democratic? are well, and
2: and it's, it's, that's really the thing that that's changed a lot over the decades because the judge is supposed to be. I mean, put it like this, judges have always either been uh, activists like a Sonia Sotomayor or, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which basically means you interpret the law and you, uh, you're pretty much for the people and hold uh, corporations and other stuff accountable, or you're a Republican judge, which means that you're a pro-business, anti-human. I know that's, that's hyperbole, but when you, when you think about how these people decide, there was a story that came across my feed. I say that I didn't get a chance to read it, Uh middle school girl, I think she was in middle school, she got expelled for not standing for the National Anthem or for the Pledge of yep. Allegiance in her school. And uh, the uh, I think the Attorney General for the state uh,
3: sided with the wait, school. Wait, wait before, before we even get to Attorney General of the state, someone who expelled that child for not standing blew – And that's obviously a superintendent that would have to vote for something like that or approve something like that. Do you think that that superintendent or principal was black or white? Or excuse me, not even black or white, Republican or Democrat?
0: Um, I'm from Compton, and I don't see too many black superintendents, so I'm going to go with white. No, no, Republican
3: or Democrat. Oh, I'm going to go with
0: Republican. I'm sorry.
3: Exactly. So a nonpartisan office. But you can clearly see what the influence was, what the party influence was on that decision to expel that little girl. But go ahead, Merc. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, it, a lot of times if you interpret the law as it's written, it benefits the people because you have to remember the founding fathers, it's not like they were giant corporations that were funding them. You know, I'm not gonna say the founding fathers were perfect. I mean, a lot of them owned slaves, so I'm not gonna go over that. If I, that, I remember
0: correctly, this, a lot of the founding um, the founders were um, basically um, from since they came from England, they were terrorists, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> <They were> tyrants.
2: <laughs> I mean, if, if you follow that Fox News logic, then yeah, <laughs> they were definitely terrorists. But.
0: I, I look Remember at it they, like They're they supposed to come here and do something for England. They said, "Oh, fuck that! Let's do our own thing." Or they broke away because they "Oh, we can't get along with what England doing. We'll come over here and do our own thing." Very rebellious, very tyrannical, very terrorist-like in a way. Yeah,
2: I mean, they're they're just fascist. But
0: that's America. <laughs>
2: but the police
0: force. They said police forces to serve, protect, serve and protect. Who? Remember, the original police force was to track down black slaves and bring them back to their masters.
1: Hmm.
2: So, and then they just turn They're on their
0: not much since then, has it? Not really, no. They're really, uh, they really stick, they really stick close to their original doctrine regarding how they treat African Americans and Latinos.
2: I, I get a lot of pushback, even from my friends who I agree with wholeheartedly. Where I get a lot of pushback is when I talk about the cops. I, I don't really have a lot of hope or trust for cops and. You know, like I said, I, like I said, I had nausea. I grew up in a small town in Long Island that had its own police force. So it was kind of like Mayberry R F D, but more competent, you know. They and they were they were from the people who were in that police force were from the town. So they had more of a respect for the populace. I mean, half the time the, the guys who you're going up against are people you went to high school with. You know? So they uh, had hey, or, Jimmy, or, or, you
0: do that, Jimmy. Why are you smoking crack up in here, man? Let me get you some help, Jimmy. Man, I started telling him, "Hey, you understand? No, I remember your mama and your daddy. I do understand. I'm
2: gonna give you a break." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine running somewhere and be like, "Tell your mama to call
0: me"? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, yeah. One of my friends told us, told me a story. This is many years ago when we were younger. That um, they had just bought some weed and they came across Freeport police and the cops basically just took their weed, and dumped it on the ground and stomped it into the ground and told them, "Go home. It's a school night." You know, and they go if, home it was
1: a
0: school night, and then they went back later and said, "Man, it's hurting man. Why you put that in a car like that, man? That shit good, nigga."
2: <laughs> but if, if that was Nassau County cops, or if that was New York City cops in that same situation, they'd went to jail. You know, but a, a Freeport police, a Freeport cop, wasn't gonna, you know, do the paperwork for a couple of dime bags of weed. You know what I mean? Because they got to put it in perspective. So it's when I when I push back on cops. It's basically, it's very harsh and very hyperbolic, so I do get pushback. And, and I don't get on my friends for that because I I always go over the top when I talk about cops. But I but I, you know, I was telling somebody it's not the individual cops that I'm really worried about. It's the system that protects them when they do bad. That's the part. And going back to the judges, you know, it all goes back. Usually the judge is where it ends, you know. So, I mean... If you do a crime, where it ends is the judge. The judge has to decide your guilt or innocence or decide your sentence. Unless no, no, you no, 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 no. What the jury? You ended. let the jury out.
0: You let the jury
2: out. Well, the jury, yeah, but, I mean, as far as the sentencing goes, I mean, a lot of stuff is regulated by the judge, you know. But, yes, the jury is definitely important. You know, they're the ones who let uh, Casey Anthony. The jury
0: go. of your peers that look <laughs> nothing like you don't have your same economical background in most cases. Yeah, that makes
2: a lot of sense. <laughs> but you do have—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm trying to remember which—I mean, there's always some poor unarmed citizen getting shot. But there was one of them where he got away because one of the jurors was like, "I just can't—I just can't convict a cop, even though the cop was on video shooting someone." They were just like, "Well, maybe he was bad at some point in his life." <laughs> but I—I I, I like the fact that more and more people are coming out and voting in their local elections. Because your local elections, it it affects you directly. I mean, does the stuff that Trump does affect us? Yes. I mean, I I lost like almost seven thousand dollars out of my four hundred one k because Trump keeps doing dumb shit and fucking up the stock market.
0: Dollars and you ain't shoot nobody yet. What the fuck? Oh, the keyword is yet. <laughs> <laughs> the, key, the
2: key word is yet Because I'm looking at my 401k I'm like, yo, it hasn't gone anywhere And I did the uh, analysis on the website And they were like, yeah, you lost like 6500 bucks in your 401k Because like I said, a lot of it's tied with The the stock market And now I'm just like, fuck you,
0: Donald Trump I, I mean, they and I, I know way, bro, why even put it like in a CD Or something, my nigga Come on, what are you, what you that's, doing that's, <laughs> <'cause> I, No, <laughs> I don't <check laughs> on it. I
2: don't check up on it As often as I should and, that, and that's definitely my fault. Because if I had noticed, like, all these months it wasn't going anywhere, I might have, you know, done something a little different. But, yeah, and that's, I mean, with a pension, it's set it and forget it, you know, because you have people who work on that. 401K, it's more of your responsibility. I mean, you have people that work on it, but it's more of your responsibility, which is why I was, tell- I was telling my niece, I was talking to her the other day, I'm like, a 401K is not supposed to replace a pension, but a lot of companies got greedy and use it to replace pensions. Mm -hmm. And even the people who made it Who created the 401k They're the ones who said No, it's not supposed to replace pensions It's supposed to be a supplement supplement to a
3: pension
2: Yeah But I I, I mean I mean I I know we digressed a lot and that's fine Because we talked about We we covered a lot of important stuff But you know, you had the, the Beto effect You know, like I said Got a lot of young people registered to vote Got him out there to vote, now we have 19 judges uh, ousting the old guard, and it's gonna it's gonna help uh, it's gonna help the the community a lot because now the community will have a lot more trust in their judicial system, you know. Not trying to paint like I said, not trying to paint, paint white people as mistrustful, but if you look at the numbers,
3: nigga, wait a minute, it's, it's the numbers. Let's look at let's. Let's just look at Florida right the fuck now. Oh. Uh, I I I, I I'll put it like this, to keep um, to win, like yo, like yo, no,
2: nah. I I want to I, I wanna talk about that more on Monday because um I want to. I was going to talk about it today, but I figured since they're still counting votes and it could still go either way, you know, there's still some counties that haven't been, you know, that they're recounting. We'll see what happens, but I know what you're
3: talking about. You're talking about y'all will cheat to win. Like fuck y'all. I, I saw like, Rick Scott. That?
2: Yeah, I, I saw Rick Scott, who basically, ah, uh, that's a hideous dude. But um, it's probably because his soul is just you know rotting on the inside and out. But Rick Scott is you know he's running for Senate. He used to be the governor, and now he's running for Senate. And now his race is also being recounted. So he was based, So they basically had protesters, Republican protesters, surrounding the building trying to prevent the votes from being counted. Because they're afraid if they counted those votes, Rick Scott might lose. And I'm like, yeah, that's democracy. If more people voted for Rick Scott's opponent then Rick Scott's supposed to lose. That's the way it goes. If you want your guy to win and you want to cheat to get that person to win overtly, in in a Bill Belichick sort of way, um, you're basically a fascist. You're not a patriot. So take off your American flag shirt, you know, stop holding your hand over your heart for the national anthem because you're not a patriot. Because if you're trying to stifle democracy to get your guy to win, you are not a patriot. You, are you,
3: can like, you can do like, oh boy, and where was that? Mississippi. Wore a shirt with a Confederate flag and a noose on it um, and said that yep. this was Mississippi or Bateman Justice, wherever the fuck he was. Right. They called that nooses. So you're suppressing votes. You're openly suppressing votes. And you have a job? Like, somebody hired you?
2: Right. Well, not anymore. I think he got fired.
3: <laughs> like, this is
2: 2018.
3: Yeah. This is 2018, not nineteen- eighty And I actually um, went to the African American Museum in Greensboro. And the museum is in the original Woolworths, um, where the sit-ins took place from the four A&T students that, that organized it. And um, there was a picture in there. And there is, you know, there was, like, a – my mom always gets, like, the tape, shows. she always gets, like, the, the shoes whenever she sees, like, a clans robe, like a real one. So they have one in D.C. as well. Um, but just starting in that section, you saw the clan's robe, and then you also saw a picture. And so the, the guide, because it's not a, a self-guided tour, you actually have a guide. And um, he asked us when he – when we thought the picture was taken and it was basically a Klansman rally they're they're burning a, a cross in front of somebody's own. And then the picture was taken in nineteen eighty something in Connecticut. Hmm. So people try to make it seem like we need to get over shit that you know happened eons and eons ago, but that's just not how that shit works. Right. And it's so frustrating to hear people keep saying that, but it's 2018, and people are on the same old shit, same old energy that they granddaddies were on.
2: Well, people only want you to forget about the things that makes, you know, in order to make them comfortable, because they always want you to forget about, oh, you know, forget about slavery, forget about the Holocaust. Louis C.K. had a joke, and he was saying that I know educated people, people with degrees, who come up to me and say, "Oh my God, you're still talking about slavery." Slavery ended 400 years ago, and Louisiana. like, no, it didn't. It ended 150 years ago. Like, it wasn't that long ago that slavery ended, you know. So you still have people who have direct relatives who used to be, you know, used to be slaves. People who could say my great-granddaddy was a slave, you know. So it wasn't really that long ago when you really think about it. So this whole thing about, oh, we need to – and it's hard to forget something that we're constantly being reminded of. You know That's like me saying, I need to forget about my ex-girlfriend, but I have her picture on my, on my mantle, and I have a picture of her in my wallet. So every time I open my wallet, there's a picture of her there, and I'm still walking around, I need to forget about her. Yeah, but there's reminders all over the place. We're reminded of slavery all the time because uh, stuff is being done to us, suppressing our votes, police brutality – it's all pretty much reminders of slavery. So you can't tell us to forget about slavery and then constantly remind us of slavery by endangering our lives on a, on a near daily basis. I stared down a white man the other day when I was at the supermarket because I was afraid he was going to walk up and shoot me in the back of my head like that poor gentleman in, uh, what was it in, in Kentucky. Where that, where that white guy went crazy and shot those. Uh, he tried to get into the black church and couldn't get in, so he just went to the supermarket and started shooting people.
3: Now, every time I'm in the
2: aisle by myself with a white guy, i got I got to ball up my fists and just think about how I'm going to survive this encounter because you never know when somebody's going to snap like a rubber band and just start shooting.
3: PTSD is so, so real, and it, and we're just told to get over it. Yeah.
0: I have PTSD, and I don't know if we can. I think it's a mixture between PTSD and a, and a high prognosis of a mental health disorder, because believe me, there's plenty of incidents that mirror these incidents that these people find themselves in. There's plenty of hate and animosity inside of me towards others at times, and I and I got guns, and I ain't killed nobody like that since '96, '95. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I that, mean, was totally, you know, that, was, that was totally legit, though. That was because they killed my brother, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never did know. Well, no, that was the mass murder, wasn't it? Okay, but I ain't never did know, like, you know, 25, 30 people at a club just for no reason type shit. I mean, right. did they even say what his justification was?
2: Not that I know of, no. No, I
0: mean, not this one. Not this one.
2: And the saddest story to come out of that was there was a, a guy, one of the people who got shot, in that in that club was a survivor of the Las Vegas shooting. So and they were talking to well, his mom. You, I
0: know the story behind that one. See, that's a little deeper. You know, I you know I'm, I'm from Haiti, so you know I dig a little bit into the voodoo. <laughs> he had a wager. He had a settle with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and and he obviously he lost because he slipped th- by. He slipped by last time.
2: <laughs> Those stories always intrigue me of people we're, who make a deal with the devil and it. try and get out of it. <laughs> And and we're not laughing At this poor guy But just You know Because I mean And and his mom was on TV And she was so broken up Because I mean She was just like Her son survives A horrific event And then dies In another horrific
0: event You know But 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 Maybe that's a sign sign. Maybe Maybe that's supposed To be be telling us something something. Yeah And, And you figure
2: One happened in Vegas And the other happened In California So it wasn't like It happened in the same place and he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time twice.
3: That would be a different state. I I um but I read actually there was there were two people. One survived and one didn't. Like but two of them were like went to each event. One one did get killed, the other one did and of course the one who did not, on the news I saw um in the comments, people were saying, yeah, that's how you know crisis actors are real because, like, why would you be – like, first of all, Vegas and California aren't even that far. And second of all, when you look at the genre of music, it's not unlikely that someone who is enjoying – like, the chances of me running into someone um, at Dreamville and Coachella are a little, like, lower just because North Carolina and, you know, North Carolina and California are so damn far apart. Um, and the genres of music are different, but if I'm like gonna run into someone from you know that was at the Astro World Show last night for Travis Scott and the chances of running into them at green um at Dreamville come April, those are much higher because it's still rap music and the proximity it's so yeah if you take two tragic events like the chances of someone being at those things are pretty you know are pretty high.
0: Yeah, and yeah, he we make a deal country. with Satan. He's gonna get. He's gonna get his payback. Your soul is
2: mine. I mean, I, I look at it like this: that whole crisis actor horse shit is what got Infowars taken off the air. Because That's my shit, I love Infowars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I some of the pundits. I mean, they hate what Alex Jones has to say, especially when he ruins people's lives. But. Uh, He's entertaining, and that's part of his charm. Is that he isn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's. I think he's a crazy person. I think he's a madman. But in a way, he's. Some people find him to be entertaining, and that's part of. That's part of what makes him a little bit more dangerous to me. Is that people can kind of get behind him, you know, even though what he's talking about, like the gay frogs and the the half alligator, half shark alligator, half man the hybrids that. The government has gnaws of a nonsense. I mean, to me, it sounds just like gibberish, but some people are decoding it as something that it's not. So, I mean, but the fact that the people who survived, um, God, what was it? Uh, Was it? There's so many shootings. But I think it was parents from Newtown who lost their kid in that shooting, one of many. But then uh, Alex Jones doxed them. And saying that, all their kid was a crisis actor. So then they had all these crazy people constantly harassing them. They had to move 11 times. 11 times. Do you know how expensive it is to move 11 times? And every time, Alex Jones just kept putting them out there and and his followers just kept uh, dogging their steps. And finally, you know, all the social media just pretty much had enough. And they were like, you can't, we're not going to take part in your bullshit anymore. But, you know... To have someone lose a child, you know, and then have some jackass say that, oh, he was just a crisis actor, it, it's kind of like, you know, it's like opening their ass and shitting on their grave,
3: you know. Yeah, this person, again, but that's that's the thing, like you, you have to dehumanize people so that you take away their legacy, you take away the fact that they existed. And so it it keeps putting these events on because it's like, whoa, that's not real.
2: Yeah, and and it makes it easier to uh, – who was it? uh, Aziz Ansari had a joke, and he was talking about um, basically he said, uh, if you don't like gay marriage, you just don't like gay people, and you just want to stick it to them. And I'm paraphrasing here. So people have to say, hey, um, the Bible says – that it's okay to hate gay people Because you just don't want to be seen as some Hateful freak So you have to use Any way to either dehumanize it Or to say well God doesn't like him So I don't have to like him either Instead of just coming out and just and just saying I hate gay people You know what I mean So they, they just use these dehumanizing tactics Like saying that they're crisis actors Or saying that um, The Bible says it's okay Or some other Whatever other horse shit that they use. Yeah. But uh, I know we could go on for hours, but we are long over, way over time. <laughs> so, Blue, what are your final thoughts?
0: Well, I would say vote, but... We already did that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. now more important than ever is to hold the people that are in office, regardless if you voted for them or not, or regardless if they shouldn't be in place because somebody else should have replaced them, hold them responsible. Email, phone call, um, text, whatever, in any ways they communicate. Hit them up on their Facebook pages or their Twitters and all that stuff. I don't know we need to have IGs off the top, but I know all of them pretty much got Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. And just keep getting at them And let them know Verbalize your concerns Let me tell you a little secret And you may or may not agree But a lot of times These decisions are made Because they don't know To make any better decisions They have to be aware of the issues Or be made aware of the issues By the people Remember A white norm is not a black norm A white norm is not a brown norm A white norm is a white norm So they can't identify with our struggles
2: Right and even and and, and sometimes it's not even uh, according to color, but also according to wealth, because a lot of these guys are wealthy. And I saw Fox News was cracking on Alexandria Ocasio Cortez because she doesn't have the money to move to D.C. Because mm-hmm. she had to she that's had what to
0: get for breaking up with me though that's her fault.
2: <laughs> but she had to quit her job to run for Congress. So and here's the thing, and Fox News is so stupid, well, so stupid and corrupt. They were just like, well, why don't you just use your campaign money? That's illegal. You can't use your campaign
0: money for yourself. They were trying to set a trap.
2: They
3: were. They absolutely were. And shout out to her for not taking that bait.
0: Yeah. So she
2: has to wait until her uh, her salary kicks in in January, and then she can uh, start looking for a place.
0: That's a smart girl. That's why I fucks with her. But She don't talk yeah. with me no more. We broke up. But it's all good. <laughs> Only, what, what are your final? What are your final thoughts?
3: Final words, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna piggyback and hold these people accountable. Like, um, just keep my foot on their neck. Like, we here, no celebrating. We got work to do. Because, whatever, it's not over. It's not over. gotta get up and fight another day. Right.
2: So. And, and to piggyback over the both of you. Um if you do call your, uh, your congressman or your, or your senator, tell them, please, please, for the love of Jesus, I'll talk about this more on Monday, but please don't vote in Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House. Because I joked about it on Facebook. That's like, you know, winning, winning back the House and then making Nancy Pelosi Speaker would be the same as, I don't know, winning the Tour de France and then injecting yourself with HGH at the finish line. Because you you I'm instantly disqualified yourself.
3: Okay, wait, 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 wait. So then, who the hell are we voting in? Because we all know that Nancy has the purse strings. So like, who? Like
0: Barbara Lee. I didn't know it went by. I didn't know it went by vote. I thought it was like a senior senior in or something. No, no, they
2: they get voted in by by their uh, by their party. So people are looking toward Barbara Lee to Now keep one thing in mind. We're not even sure if Barbara Lee, she wants a leadership position, but she's never said anything about wanting to be Speaker of the House. But Barbara Lee has expressed a wanting a leadership position. I mean, Maxine Waters is in the bag. I mean, that's Trump's worst nightmare, you know, because somebody had a meme of Maxine Waters just, you know, being Maxine Waters. And the caption was like, oh, remember all that shit you was talking sure. <laughs> I was like, why are you afraid of migrants? You need to be afraid of Maxine Waters, because she will kill you. <laughs> but um, I, it's, no, they have to vote in their own
0: speaker in I the house. I wish we had like a young Maxine Waters in Congress, you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't see her hanging around much uh-huh. longer. <laughs> no, no. Well, the problem with a young Maxine Waters And I'm not an agent strategy, by any means, but damn, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? No, the, the problem with a young Maxine
2: Waters is that somebody's getting cut. So I, I mean, when I say cut, I mean like switchblade cut. So Maxine Waters with, with that youthful energy, nah. Someone's getting their face, someone's getting their face cut open. We don't need that. <laughs> now, this is
0: the same Maxine Waters that um, Tupac used to hate on? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up later. Yeah. I'm not even sure that. was her name? I know there was a lady in Congress that used to always be on him about his and he just used to eat them up in his raps.
2: Probably see Dolores Tucker. I remember oh, a lot you're of right. rappers. It is
0: her. You right? That's it. You right? You
2: right? You right? There you go. Yep. Yeah. yeah, she she was as big as a three dollar bill. But um, <laughs> but uh, blue, uh, play us off.
0: All right. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Urban Breakdown podcast featuring hit shows such as Politrix and 360 Degrees. Available on absolutely almost all, absolutely almost all <laughs> streaming platforms or podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app. It should be on there. And um, yeah, subscribe. And if you haven't subscribed, tell a friend. And if you already subscribed, tell a friend to subscribe. Um, yeah, and you know that's the best way to support us is to copy and share. Follow us on. Damn it, we do not have a damn IG for this show. Okay, we'll come back to that later. Look for our Instagram coming soon. Look for our Twitter coming soon. It's hard to maintain, but I think between Odie and myself, we can figure it out. All right, mm-hmm. and that's that. <laughs> All right.
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yes, right in bed. She and connects. she put me to sleep last and night with that head, head. Out, Out the mud, moonlight, and she's the light That's why, why I'm to me in, in my, bed. Bed. In in my bed. bed In my bed oh. Oh. That's right. with In my bed That's right in my bed